one, one or two choruses. And we'll be inviting Brother Edison to just come and minister to us tonight. Amen. So we have, are you here to interpret? Yes. Okay, so we have, uh, I was speaking while waiting on you. <laughs> then, so we have about one hour. Twina Esawa M. For the word tonight. As usual on Wednesday nights. Uh, um, but also we would like to have a, sh- a short meeting about uh, the weekend. Uh, this weekend regarding the movements and all that amen Mina. so let us sing Jesus never failed Jesus never fails Praise the Lord. Let us pray. Dear mighty everlasting King Jesus, we are so humbled this evening to be before your presence, O God. We humble ourselves before you, knowing that we are just sinners that are saved by grace but if anything we plead for your mercies of God we plead for your tender mercies that are new to us every day I would like to request that may you come down now take over our whole being in this place have your own way with us have your way in our hearts have your way in our lives have your way in our families have your way in our places of work father may you help us wherever you take us that will be there to manifest the image of Christ there is anywhere we brought shame and reproach to your name if we have doubted your word in one way or the other we have trampled upon your name. We plead for your mercy this evening. And we pray that, Father, may you help us tonight. I give myself away as you take over. I pray the Lord, may you come and indwell me and grant me utterance. Father, whatever I'm going to speak in this place, may minister a blessing unto the audience. I pray that, Father, take all away that is not of yours. And plant that which is yours into our hearts. We come against every evil power of Satan. 
is bound to cause confusion in the church of God. Satan will render you powerless in the name of Jesus. And Father, we pray, may you take over now. Have preeminence in our midst. Have your way in our lives. In Jesus' name we pray. Praise the Lord. I thank God that he has given me the grace today again to stand before you. It is not because I'm better than anyone here. But we are all uh, here by the grace of God. Praise the Lord. I don't come with good news or anything new for that matter. I have come with that that you already know. Praise the Lord. Amen. I thank God today. By the grace of God, I'm here with my family. I would just request my wife and the kids to stand up and wave to the church. Uh, that is my one and only beloved wife. She's the one who makes me look good as I am. Praise the Lord. She's really taking good care of me. I must confess that. And may the Lord bless you so much for the good work she's doing. Praise the Lord. Uh, I want us to sing just a song and then we'll read from the word. I want us to uh, sing song 209. Says, Lord, I'm coming home. I've wasted many far from God. Now I'm coming home. The path of sin too long I've drawn. Lord, I'm coming. Oh, hallelujah. Oh 
And he took the blind man by the hand and led him out of the town. And when he had spit on his eyes and put his hands upon him, he asked him if he saw out. And he looked up and said, I see men as trees walking. After that, he put his eyes, he put his hands again upon his eyes and made him look up. And he was restored and he saw every man clearly. Mako esula ya manano kutani kila kunyuru wabili mwesatu. Na kwato mzibe wa maso kumukono. Na mfrumie buweru wembuga. Aobwe ya wanda marusu kumaso ge. Na musako engaro. Na mbuza anti. Oliko choraba. 
natanula natunula waguru nagama anti ndaba abantu kubanga ndaba bafana nange miti ngabatambula atena musa engalo kumasoge nakanula okulaba naona nalaba byonna kulunji praise the lord mebaziwe Father, we thank you for your word. That your word says the letter kills, but your spirit gives life. What we've read is sealed, and we do not understand. We pray that, Father, may you come and give your own interpretation of your word. And it shall be a blessing to us this evening. In Jesus' name we pray. You may be seated in the presence of the Lord. I must say this, uh, maybe before I start. May, uh, you people have fallen victims of my love. I have, I have come to fall in love with this church. And I want to say this. As long as I'm in Kampala, I will always find my way here. Praise the Lord. Regardless of the distance. But what matters is my, my heart is here. God bless you so much. Thank you, thank you for loving me. Thank you for receiving me. It's a blessing to receive visitors. And I must say you, you will not go unrewarded. You won't go unrewarded. Especially our precious pastor. I thank him so much for giving me this opportunity that I stand and speak to you. It's something that the Lord has put in my heart. Praise the Lord. Uh, now, from where we've read, uh, we're going to talk about another touch. Uh, we're just going to continue from where we, we stopped last time. Another touch. Uh, the Bible says that uh, they took the blind man. That Jesus, Jesus took the blind man by hand and led him outside of the town. I want us to compare that with us. Jesus took each one of us by hand and led us outside of the world. Praise the Lord. Amen. He could not deal with us while we still in the world. We were blind in the world. Blind in sin. The king of this world had blinded us. And we were not able to see the goodness of God. We were not able to see the advantage of serving the Lord. It took Jesus to lead us one by one to take you by hand and lead you outside of the world. Praise the Lord. When he led you outside of the world, praise the Lord. He brought you to salvation. That was the first touch that he gave you and me. 
Because we were blind, we were under the masses of Jesus. And it took obedience for us to obey. If we had not obeyed, if we had not accepted to follow Christ, Christ would not have anything to do with you and me. Why? Because he cannot deal with you in the world. He first has to pick, pick you out of the world and then plant his will in you. Praise the Lord. Amen. We were blind. Took us out by hand and led us out of the, out of the world. Now let's think like this. If that blind man whom Jesus led uh, outside of the town because he was not seeing Jesus in the first place because he was blind but somebody was holding his hand and he was walking by faith. Moreover, he didn't even tell him where he was taking him. But just anyhow, he followed him and walked with Christ until Jesus led him to where he had led him. Praise the Lord. If this man had rejected Jesus later, you think Jesus would have opened his eyes? Praise the Lord. Amen. If he had insisted not to go, if he had lost trust for Jesus, if he thought Jesus was a wrong character, if he had thought maybe he was going to land him inside trouble, and then he decided to reject his leadership, do you think he would have gained his sight? Praise the Lord. Amen. This calls for obedience. It calls for obedience. Christ demands obedience from you and Christo me. The things of God are not understood using intellectual understanding. Things of God are understood by revelation. They are not understood by these carnal eyes. You need to get a revelation. Brother, sister, you've got to get a revelation. That is when you can be able to serve the Lord to the purpose that God wants you to serve him. Praise the Lord. Amen. You cannot discover the purpose of God in your life if you don't have a revelation for following Him. Hallelujah. Amen. Christ demands obedience. And I must say this if you want to get another touch from the Lord, follow Him anyhow. Regardless of what people say about you, regardless of what everyone thinks about you, they may think you're crazy, brother. They may think you've gone insane, sister. It all does not matter. Follow him anyhow. Why? Because there is a blessing ahead of it. There is a blessing that lays ahead of following Christ. So many things that you'll come to discover at the end of the journey. Things may not make sense in the beginning. You may not understand the way things are going on in your life now. But I'm here to tell you, my sister, my brother. One day things will make sense. One day you'll understand why things are going on in your life the way they're happening. I am telling you, don't seek for answers for why things are happening in your life that way. Amen. 
Do not look for answers for why things are happening in your life in the way they happen. One thing you must find out is that are you in the will of God? Are you following God or you're following yourself? Are you walking with God or you're walking alone? Are you serving the Lord or you're serving the king of this world? Are you worshiping Jesus or you're worshiping riches? Praise the Lord. He recalls obedience. He retakes a revelation for you to serve the Lord. And the Bible tells us that when Jesus led this man outside of town, when he had spit on his eyes and laid his hands on him, he asked him if he saw. Praise the Lord. He said, I see men as trees walking. It means he was not seeing clearly. Now come to think of it. If this man had said that now that at least I can see I have never been seeing in my life but at least now I can see something and then he decided to walk away and refuse the call of Jesus because Jesus told him to come back he said come back when he, called, when he laid his hands on him he asked him that do you see now he said I see men as trees walking and at the back of Jesus mind he knew this man was not actually seeing well. He was not seeing clearly. Because how do you see a man like a tree walking? Then now you see trees as what? If you're seeing men like trees walking, then what, what, what will trees look like? Praise the Lord. It means he was not seeing clearly. He had not fully gained his sight, brother. Praise the Lord. And that is the way we saw when we just came to salvation. We were seeing men like trees walking. So many things never made sense to you. But deep inside your heart, your heart was settled that this is where I belong. Praise the Lord. You were an eagle, an eaglet, amidst the chicks. Praise the Lord. We're back in the world. When you were in the denominational world, you could sit in church and listen to the preacher preaching. But deep inside your heart, there is a thirst that has not been quenched. You come out of church not filled. Praise the Lord. It means you are feeding on worms. And that's not eagle's food. That's not the food of an eaglet. You try to eat the worms. But you could not get satisfied with the worms. You knew something was wrong somewhere. But anyhow, you could not help yourself. You didn't know what to do again. You didn't know which path to take. Oh my, you were blind. God had a provided way. But you did not see that provided way. Why? Because you were blind in the world. But there was a thirst inside of you. Something that was calling you. The deep that was calling unto the deep. And one day, one day, that deep called. And the deep in you had to respond back. Praise the Lord. When the mother eaglet called, you recognized that voice. How much you were blind. You said, no, I don't see that voice. But I can hear it. I feel I belong to that voice. Praise the Lord. And you walked by faith. You came out of Catholic. 
You came out of that Protestant church. You came out of PAG. And you walked anyhow. You didn't know where you were going to end. You didn't know where you were going. But inside of you, you were walking. Why? Jesus took you by hand. And he was leading you along the way. Praise the Lord. He took your obedience. The leadership of God that you followed. Praise the Lord. Amen. He brought you in. Hallelujah. Amen. Why don't we thank God this evening? That he has opened your eyes. Why don't you thank God this evening? That he spit on your eyes. The spit of Christ is a blessing. Praise the Lord. It's a blessing. When he brought you here, he spit on your eyes with his word. Praise the Lord. Amen. And when you heard this word, the very first time you heard it, your heart agreed with it. You did not ask questions. You didn't doubt in your heart. In your heart, you knew this is home. You understood that this is where I belong. Praise the Lord. Amen. That was the spirit of the Lord Jesus. It was a blessing to you. And it opened your eyes. Now that you see more clearly. Praise the Lord. Amen. Church. It took Christ. It took Christ. To call you back. To call you back. You were in the denomination. You were living in lies. And yet you thought you were serving the Lord. You tried your best to please him. And yet somehow you could not do it to your best. Why? Because the flesh was still calling. Praise the Lord. Amen. The Bible says, lay aside every sin that easily besets you. And run your race with patience. Looking unto Jesus who is the author and finisher of your faith. And I want to tell you, he's here. He's the one who led you. And he will continue leading you. He says, behold, I will not leave you desolate. I will send you a comforter. Praise the Lord. And when that comforter comes, he will lead you into all truth. You will no longer be in the deception of this world. He called you out from that denominational church, from those creeds, from those dogmas. He called you out and you followed him. Praise the Lord. Amen. And he brought you here. He gave you another touch. And that is why you can now see clearly. You can see something better than the denomination can see. It is not because you are better than them. No. It is not because you are worthy for anything good. No. It is by the grace of God, sister. It is by his grace, brother. You are here by the grace of God. It is because he had compassion on you. He had mercy on you. Then he picked you out of a million of all those people that were out there. He decided to grab your hand. And then he led you outside of the world. Why did he forsake the rest? And then he picked you in particular. One day, the disciples came to Jesus and asked Jesus, that why do you speak in parables outside? When we are in, when we are with the multitudes, you speak in parables. But when we come alone as our 
ourselves, you tell us the meaning of the parable. Jesus said, oh, I love this one. Listen to this. He said, to you the meaning of the parable is given that you may believe that your eyes will open and you believe and have life. But to them I speak in parables that they may not understand and their eyes will not open lest they live. Praise the Lord. Amen. I want to tell you this. There are people who are predestinated to perish. I want you to accept that there are those people that he knew even before the foundation of the world was laid. And those are the people he's coming to fill today. Those are the people he came to save. Praise the Lord. Amen. Look at the man that had a, a leprosy. I think. Remember at the, pool, uh, at the pool of Bethesda. Jesus came. There were many people in that world. All of them were helpless. They needed a helper. They all needed somebody to help them. But look what Jesus did. He came to this particular man. And he asked him, will you be made well? Oh, listen to what he said. He started accusing people. We are saved, we are saved by grace, brethren. This man, Jesus asked him, that will you be made well? Instead of saying amen and claim the miracle, he said, I am here alone. When the angel comes to stir up the water, I have nowhere to dip me there. So somebody goes ahead of me. So I have been here all this while. I am in this helpless state. Praise the Lord. Jesus looked at him and had compassion on him. He saw this man was blind. He didn't know that was God. He never needed that pool anymore. It needed God now. The order of healing had come. It never needed water again. It needed God to speak the word. And all would be well. Jesus had compassion on him. You know what he said? He said, pick up your mother and go home. Hallelujah. At that time, that was his turning point. God gave him that touch. And he went home rejoicing. Praise the Lord. Why did he abandon all those people along the place? And he came to pick this particular man. Let me tell you one thing. Not everybody is going to get this second touch. There are special people that God will give the second touch. Praise the Lord. Amen. If your heart agrees with this truth, if your heart has accepted to believe this message, that is the proof. That is the proof that my brother, my sister, he touched you. If anything, you don't have the ability to believe this word. That is why the denominations will speak anything about you. They may think you've gone crazy. Why? Because they do not believe the word of God. Praise the Lord. They do things as per their church. That is why they say, if you ask them, why do you baptize the name of Father, Son, and Holy Ghost? You know what they will tell you? They will tell you, in our church, for us in our church, that's how we baptize. For us in our church, that's how we baptize. But for us we say, according to the word of God, that is why we are baptizing that way. Why? Because 
Right. We have the biblical proof of the word. Why? Because right. you got another touch. God opened your eyes. That now you no longer see men as trees walking. You see men as men walking. The scripture now makes sense to you. You read the scripture and then your heart agrees with it. Praise the Lord. You don't need someone to convince you to believe the word. You are programmed to believe the word. That is how God designed you in the beginning. You are designed for that purpose. And therefore you can't help but believe the word. Hallelujah. I thank God that he opened my eyes. I thank God that I'm seeing beyond what the world can see. I thank God that I can and see what others cannot see. You know what? Nowadays people go by the majority. They go by what the rest of the people are doing. But I'm telling you brother, I want to tell you sister, that does not matter. What matters is the word of God. That is all that matters. Whatever your neighbor does, does not matter to you. Seek to find that you are in the divine purpose. Praise the Lord. Are we together church? You now see better. You can now see clearly what other people cannot see. Praise the Lord. And because you see better than what they see, I want to tell you, brother, sister, they may not understand you. Don't convince them to understand you. Praise the Lord. What matters is that God understands you and that settles it. Praise the Lord. It doesn't matter what everyone says. They may talk about you. They may insult you. And I want to tell you this. Jesus promised that we're going to go, to go through the things. Why? If Jesus was persecuted, I want to tell you, get ready for persecution. They will come after you. I want to encourage you one thing. Start Stand on the word. Stand your grounds. Don't be intimidated. Never be shaken, brother. As long as you're on a sure foundation, as long as you know you're on a solid ground, all other grounds are sinking, sir. Praise the Lord. You are on that solid ground. Hallelujah. Jesus asked Peter, he asked the disciples, whom do people say that I am? They gave very many answers. But at last, he said, but what do you people say that I am? He said, you are the Christ of the Lord. He said, it is not flesh and blood that has revealed that to But behold, it is my Father who is in heaven. Let me tell you one thing. You cannot believe this word until God reveals it to you. You cannot believe the Bible until God gives you another touch. It is not within your own ability. You can't manage on your own. Praise the Lord. And that is why we are pleading to God. We are pleading to him tonight to give us another touch that we get to a level of agreeing with every single judge of his word. Beyond the word says, the Bible says, he is coming for a church without spot or wrinkle. A church that has eaten the word to its full state. Praise the Lord. You get to a level the word of God becomes part of you. 
if they read a scripture for the first time to you, you've never read that scripture. You've never heard it being read. But they're reading it for the first time. Because Christ is in you. The one who is the word. In the beginning was the word. And the word was with God. And the word was God. Because God is in you. The one who is the word himself. There is no way you will disagree with this word. Praise the Lord. But if your heart, if there is still a spot in you that somehow does not agree with certain scriptures, I want to tell you, my brother, my sister, get to the mourner's bench now. Get to the mourner's bench. Go down on your knees and pray. Pray to the owner of life. That he may give you another touch. That you may agree with this word. Praise the Lord. Amen. Praise the Lord. Amen. If your heart does not agree with this word, if you're in this message, and somehow you're still disagreeing with other things, you're still disagreeing with what Brother Branham preached. Oh, that is a very big accident, brother. That's a very big accident. Ask for another touch. Don't wait and ask tomorrow. Don't wait for next week. Don't wait for after Easter. The time is now. Praise the Lord. This is the time for you to get right with God. Now is the time for you to pave your way. Why am I saying this? I am telling you, I don't know why preachers are preaching the hard gospel nowadays. But one thing I know, one thing I know, God is preparing his church. And any time from now, anything can happen. What will become of you, brother, if you do not have the tickets? Praise the Lord. What will happen to you, sister, if you've not gotten that second touch? Look for it with all your life. If it takes forsaking food, leave it. Praise the Lord. Your life is of more value than the food. Praise the Lord. Become lonely and desperate. Get desperate with God. Praise the Lord. Get desperate with God. Brother Branham gave a testimony of a certain man who wanted the Holy Spirit. He wanted to be filled. He got so desperate he got so desperate that he needed another touch. He said, I can't do without it. Oh, look what he did. He left his home. He left the glamour. He left the fancy building he had. He forsook everything. He told his wife that, Mommy, today I'm leaving home. Praise the Lord. I am going to seek for my life. I want my life back. Praise the Lord. Things are not happening the way. Why? I, somehow I am not satisfied. I have been in the church for 40 years. But I feel there is something lacking. I need to find that thing. Praise the Lord. He went to the garden. And he knelt down. He cried. Praise the He cried. He told God, if you don't feel me, if you don't feel me, I am going to die here. He said, if you don't feel me, you will find my bones here. The day you will come back, 
are going to find my bones here. That is what God wants. That is what God demands. He wants you to get desperate. Yes, he wants you to get desperate. He wants you to prove to him that you need him. And that is when he will come. Praise the Lord. Amen. This blind man was so desperate. He could not help himself. Until the desperation touched Jesus. I want to tell you this. He didn't pick a phone to call him. He did not call Jesus. No, he didn't give him a phone call. But in desperation, went and looked for Jesus wherever he was. He got so desperate. He was helpless. He needed sight. But anyhow, he could not get it. So he got so desperate. He didn't know where his help would come from. But because of the desperation, he recalled Jesus. And Jesus came. I want to tell you this. It is your desperation that is going to call him. It is your desperation that is going to call him. Are we desperate, church? Are we desperate for God? We need to get desperate. A prayer of desperation moves God. Praise the Lord. You need to ask him to come and fill you because you don't have a choice. There is nothing else. Tell him I can't do without you. There is nothing I can do. I can't help myself. I can't help the selfishness. I can't, I can't, I can't help the last. Oh, brother, sister. I can't help all these habits. Tell him I need you. Tell him I need you. I'm tired of lasting after women. I'm tired of being selfish. I'm tired of hating my brother and sisters. I'm tired of this wicked life I'm living. I am fully persuaded that for sure I don't have God in me. Accept it, brother. Do not argue. You know yourself. If you don't have Christ in you, there is no Holy Spirit in you. You will know that you don't have it. Praise the Lord. You don't need to be told. You will know you will know that you don't have it. Accept your situation. Call God. To come and come to the scene. And get desperate with him. And he will come. I want to tell you. He will come. He will come. Praise the Lord. He's on standby. He's waiting to come. But you know what the problem is? The church is called. People are taken over by so many businesses. People have a lot to do. They don't even have time for him. Praise the Lord. But let me tell you this. Christ is on standby. He wants to come and fill you today. And that is his desire. He does not desire that any of us should get lost. And that is his word. He wants all of us to have life. You will only have life if you want life. Praise the Lord. If you do not want life, Christ cannot force you. Praise the Lord. He led this blind man, took him by hand, and led him outside now. If this man had rejected his leadership, I am sure he would let him go. Praise the Lord. Because Christ is not an author of confusion. He says, my, my sheep know my voice. I know if you are the sheep of God, when he calls, you will know. Praise the Lord. Why is the church becoming so cold? We have harbored so much sin in the church that Christ has walked away. Praise the Lord. 
Come back to him. Come back to him. The song says his eyes, his hands are wide open. Are you tired of straying in the world? Are you tired of sin? Are you becoming desperate for your condition? Now is the time to come back. My brother, my sister, I am saying come back. Come back to him. He will not reject you. His eyes are, his hands are open. He's looking for you. He's calling you. He's pleading with you. He says, come. I want to fill you. I want to fill you with my character that you may qualify to be a Christian. Praise the Lord. You can never be a Christian until you get his character fully in you. It is not by coming to church alone. It is more than that, brother. It is more than that, sister. It is about living a transformed life. It is about being a converted person. It is about taking a step of faith. It's about leaving one spot and going to another. It's about abandoning one state of life and beginning to live a new life. Praise the Lord. That is what is demanding for us today. He's demanding that from you and me. What are you going to do with your life? The Bible says, what will it profit for a man? Listen here. What profit will it do? What gain will you get? If you are to get the treasures of this world, and then at the end of the day, you perish. Praise the Lord. What will you have gained? Christ is looking for you. And he's asking you to come back. He wants to give you another touch. He wants to give you another touch. Christ is more than a father. He's more than a father. He's touched by the feelings of our infirmities. He's not happy when you live a sinful life. And there is no way he can feel you if you're still living in sin. Praise the Lord. Put yourself in order. Reorganize your life. And until we do that, the revival will not take place. Praise the Lord. If we want a revival tonight, if we want a revival in Chalu Wajara, we need to live a transformed life. We need to depart from the old things. We need to live a converted life. We have come to the kingdom of God. It is not a trial and error. Praise the Lord. It is not gambling. It is not giving it a try. Praise the Lord. We are more than conquerors through Christ Jesus. Not by yourself. It is not by might, not by power. Praise the Lord. It takes Christ for you to be able to live an overcoming life. For you to be able to live as a victor. Brother, sister, I am here to tell you this. I told you I'm not coming with something new. Christ is calling for you. He says, come back. You've gone astray. You've wandered away from him. So far from him. And he's been pleading. He has never stopped. He's still pleading even up to now. Even as we speak. 
Let me tell you, I don't know why I came to this church, but maybe God sent me here because of you. Praise the Lord. You may be the reason why I've come. And I want to tell you this. By the time I leave this place, I don't want you to be in the same state that you were in. Praise the Lord. Why? The word of God cannot go forth. And return void. Praise the Lord. Whatever strength I'm going to spend here, I know it will achieve the purpose. Open your heart. Open your heart. He wants to come in. I stand at the door and knock. He said, Behold, I stand at the door and knock. If anyone can open, I will come in. I will come in. Praise the Lord. He doesn't say, If you can open the door and pay a certain amount of money, I will come. No. He says, Open the door and I will come. He will come in. Brother, sister, open your heart. He will fill you. Just open your heart. Lay aside everything that easily besets you. And run your race with patience. Looking unto Jesus who led you in. Praise the Lord. You didn't come here on your own. You had a first touch. Praise the Lord. It is more than that. You need a second touch. Praise the Lord. Jesus told Nicodemus, unless man be born again, he shall not inherit the kingdom of God. Ah, unless man be born again. Praise the Lord. It is not coming to kneel down and confessing Christ only. It's more than that. Praise the Lord. He says, unless man be born again, he shall never inherit the kingdom of God. Nicodemus asked him, how can man enter back into his mother's womb at this age and be reborn again? Unless man be born of water and spirit, he shall not enter. Praise the Lord. You went through the water. You came and confessed your sins. You went to the water. You got the baptism. From the water. But I'm asking you. Are you convinced? Is it settled in your heart? That you now have him? Praise the Lord. If you have him. You will know. If you don't have him, you will also know. I want us to think, each one of us, reflect on yourself. Reflect on yourself. Look at your past life. Look at your current life. Are you convinced that you have him? Praise the Lord. Are you convinced that God is in you? If he's not there, you will know. If it's there, thank God. I want to tell you heaven is yours. But if your heart has told you that it's not there right now, which I know, the heart cannot deceive you. God himself is telling you now that you don't have him. He's telling you now, even as I speak, he's telling you that you need him. And he's telling you, he's even reminding you of that sin that you made in the past. He's reminding you of that thing that you did even two hours ago. He's even telling you now that look at you. You are seated here and yet you're harboring sin. Brother, sister, if you're seated here and you're seated on your sin, 
Shame on you. Praise the Lord. I want to say shame on you. And I'm not going to withdraw that. Reason being, I don't want to compromise. I don't want to compromise. Our duty as ministers is to lead you to Christ. Not to pamper believers. Not to pamper people who are seated on sin. Praise the Lord. When Jesus came to the temple and found them doing business, he didn't sit down and smile. No. Praise the Lord. When he came and got sinners in the house, he didn't sit down and pamper them. No. Praise the Lord. He spoke tough. He spoke tough. And that is the way of a true prophet of God. True prophets of God don't compromise I don't care whether you throw me out. I don't care whether next time I step this pulpit, you walk away. But my conscience will be clear. Because I know I've told you the truth. Praise the Lord. I will wash my hands and leave you with God then he will deal with you accordingly. Now is the time Christ is still seated on the master seat. He can still listen to your pleading. I want to tell you this. It is never too late. Praise the Lord. You are not too late. You can also be one of them. Praise the Lord. You can also be one of them. It is not by coming to church. It is not by sitting here and listening to the gospel. That qualifies you to be one of them. Praise the Lord. Christ marks his own. He marks his own. And he fills them. And that becomes the identity. Do you have the identity? If you don't have, look for the identity now. Look for him now. Now, 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 now. While he can still be found. Time will come. You look for him. And you may not be able to find Praise the Lord. When he sits on the judgment seat. Brother, sister. You are going to seal your own sins. With your own blood. And that's the word of God. I am not here to scare you. I am here to tell you plain truth. Now is the time. For you to repent out all the unbelief. Empty yourself. Yes, empty yourself. That Christ may indwell you. Empty yourself. Get rid of the sin. And create space for him. Inside of you. Behold. There is no relationship. There, there are no dealings between Christ and the devil. There is no dealing between darkness and light. Praise the Lord. When the light comes, the darkness has got to go. Praise the Lord. Amen. What have you given your life to? Have you given your life to the darkness? You will also know. The Bible says, by their fruits. He did not say, by how smart they are. You can be smart, and yet you are dirty inside. Praise the Lord. That's nothing but the truth. But the question is, are you clean from the inside? Yes, we appreciate your smartness. We are, not, we, are, we are not saying you should not be smart. Brother Branham was always a smart man. But the question is, it's more than being smart outside. It's about being smart on the inside. Praise the Lord. Is your heart a better place for Christ to dwell in?
Praise the Lord. Is your life worthy the gospel? Brother, sister, we shall preach. There is condemnation in your heart. But somehow, you have permitted the devil to sit on you. I want to tell you this. The Bible says, resist the devil. Resist. It's a war. You have to fight for your life. You've got to resist the devil. And the good news is that he promised us that he shall flee from us. So if you resist him, the devil has got no choice. But he must flee. Praise the Lord. Amen. The devil must pack and go. Why must the devil bring shame and reproach? The name of Christ. We've got to combine our efforts and fight the devil. Praise the Lord. Amen. If you see your brother misbehaving, he is not the problem. Praise the Lord. Don't look at your brother and be like Luanga always me. I know him. No, it is not brother Luanga. He's a child of God. It is the devil who is trying to spoil, to mess up what God has created. Remember, the devil cannot create. He does not have that power to create. He only perverts what God has created. So what do you do? Resist him. God created you for his divine purpose. Not to serve the devil. He created you for his divine purpose. And that is to live for him and him alone. Praise the Lord. The Bible says, in the book of Genesis, that when man fell, first in the garden of Eden, God came down. He was calling. The Bible says he could come at the cool of the day to have fellowship with man. Why? Because he desired to have fellowship with him. Praise the Lord. Now listen here. Man fell. And listen to the voice of the devil. Now when, when they listen to the voice of the devil. Praise the Lord. God was still merciful. Praise the Lord. Amen. He says. He closed them. He closed them. That was love. He shed blood. And closed them. That was a sign of forgiveness. Praise the Lord. Iosin sins too much that God cannot forgive. What is that complication in your life that Christ cannot deal with? There are people in the Bible days that were living a complicated life. But God was so merciful. Still, and to them, Praise the Lord. Look at a man like David. Look at a man like David. A man who killed, grabbed somebody's wife. Praise the Lord. It never pleased God. But when David came back and broke down and cried to God, do you know that God forgave him? Praise the Lord. He forgave him. And God loved David so much. Why he was a repentant man. He never looked at his status. Being a king. Let me tell you. I don't care who you are. I don't care your status. I want to tell you this. Before God. Your status is nothing. Praise the Lord. 
you've got to live a converted life. If something is not right, if I know that I am not right, I will break down and kneel down and accept to despise the shame for the sake of my life. Praise the Lord. I don't care what people will say. They may call me names. They may talk about me basing on my, my past life. But I want to tell you this. You may look at me as a blind man. But one thing I know, I was blind. But now I can see. Praise the Lord. You may not be able to see that I'm seeing. As for me, I am convinced that I'm seeing, that I can see. Why? Because I am seeing men as men walking. I am no longer seeing men as trees walking. Can you convince me that I'm not seeing? Praise the Lord. I am telling you no amount of words can convince me. People may judge me. People may judge you. Based on your past life. I am telling you. Those are the scars healing. They are looking at the scars. But you're, you're already healed. Praise the Lord. They are looking at your past life. They don't know. That you have left that. You are now living a new life. Praise the Lord, sister. Praise the Lord, brother. As long as you are living a converted life. That is all that settles. It doesn't matter what everyone says. Praise the Lord. They may quote scriptures and miss. It doesn't matter. The question is. Do you have the peace inside of you? Because you cannot have that peace. If you don't have God inside of you, you can never get that peace. If you don't have the Holy Spirit, it takes the Holy Spirit to come and settle inside of you. And then you will have the peace. Look at a man like Job. A man who was settled from the inside. It doesn't matter what happened to him. He stood his ground. He never shook one bit. Why? Why? Greater was he that was in Job. That the devil in the world. Job had a treasure. That was more than those things that people were crying about. It doesn't matter how messages he received. It doesn't matter how many sad news he received. Let me tell you. He never, it never shook him. He stood his ground. I want to tell you this. Are you able to stand your ground today? When a neighbor beats your child, hey, are you able to stand it? Praise the Lord. Oh, you are going to fight back. Praise the Lord. If you can fight back, when a neighbor disciplines your child, and then you go back and fight, Look for another touch. Praise the Lord. Look for another touch. We've got to know that we need another touch. We need him for us to be able to manage the affairs of this life. I want to tell you this world is so complicated. The world is now messed up. The world has gone crazy. That without another touch, you can do anything. Praise the Lord. Look at the denominational world. They are worshiping anything. And they are doing it with all sincerity. Why they are convinced that they are doing the right thing. They are, having, they are worshiping God. Let me tell you one thing. There are, there are people everywhere that are opening churches. 
children. Why? You are looking for the reward. Because you know he will fill you. When you plead guilty and accept, he will fill you. Behold, for all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. The Bible says, for all have sinned. Did he say you are the first person to sin? Why are you scared? Why do you fear? Why don't you come and kneel down and confess? Praise the Lord and save yourself. The Bible says, all have sinned. I've fallen short of the glory of God. Then why are you scared of coming to accept that you've sinned? Then you sit on your sin. Then we, you die. Then we come and bury you thinking you're a saint. And yet your destination. My brother, my sister. Now is the time. God is preparing his church. It is never too late. Do not postpone it. God is speaking to your heart right now. Accept it. My brother, accept it. God is reminding you that you are not worthy. The life you are living is not worthy. He is reminding you now. And do you know why he is reminding you? He wants you to accept it because he wants to fill you. Praise the Lord. I mentioned here on Friday, the other Friday, that God is much more interested in giving you what you want more than the way you want it. Praise the Lord. It just takes you taking a step. If you sure want the spirit of God, or sure if you want him, he will come in. Praise the Lord. But if you don't want him, he also knows that you don't want him. And he will not come in. Praise the Lord. We need another touch. You need another touch, brother. I need another touch. We all need another touch. Brethren, without another touch, you will be holy in church. Then you are the same person you shall find at William Street at night. Praise the Lord. Looking for prostitutes. And yet, if you are very holy in church. Without another touch, sin becomes normal. Sin becomes normal. You sin without condemnation. Again. You will no longer be condemned in your heart. Even when you do an abomination in the sight of God, you still have the courage to come to church and keep quiet, convincing us that you are a true believer. I want to tell you, God is looking at you now. Break down. Break down and mourn for yourself. You better mourn for yourself when you're still alive than for us to mourn you when you die. Because if you continue living in that sin, the time will come. Your true colors will manifest. And a time will come a church will become an uncomfortable place for you. You will jump out. And when you jump out, we shall mourn for you. Because we know the brother has passed. Praise the Lord. We are here to save your life now. We are here to tell you that Christ is here. He's looking at your situation. And he is not pleased by that. He's telling you to come back. To him. Praise the Lord. He never created you so that you may perish. He wants you to have life. And that is the sole purpose why he died on the cross. That's why he came. I want you to take it personally that he came for you. 
Praise the Lord. I know the benefit of the Calvary sacrifice for yourself. My brother, my sister, now is the time for you to break down on your knees and cry to God. Get desperate until your heart is settled. Until you get to a place of knowing that I have him. And that I now have him. Praise the Lord. Are we going to take a step this evening? Are we going to make this day a turning point? Why am I stressing this? I want to meet you over yonder. I don't want you to miss. And you must not miss. Praise the Lord. Why he didn't die in vain. He died for you. Why must you perish, brother? Why must you perish, sister? Take it upon yourself. And know that it is you. The Bible says, work out your salvation with fear and trembling, knowing that it is a matter of life and death. You need to know that it's either I have him if I don't have him, I will die. Praise the Lord. I need to get him so that I will live. But if I don't get him, I will die. If you get to realize that you will die without him, then you will look for him. You look for him. But if you don't know the importance of having God in you, if you, have not gotten, if you have not gotten to realize the importance of the Holy Spirit in you, you will be relaxed and you will be, you will be in the comfortable zone thinking all is well. It is like you sitting in the airplane without a passport. Praise the Lord. Do you think you will go? How do you even get there in the first place? Praise the Lord. Get the passport today. Because the Holy Spirit is the only passport to heaven. It is the only thing that will take you to heaven. Get him today. God is love. And Brother Branham said, it is only perfect love that enters. How will you enter if you are still struggling to love your own wife? <laughs> Let me tell you this. Without another touch, you will not even be in position to love your own wife. And this, this, this is the truth. Praise the Lord. Without another touch, you will find it difficult to love your own children. Without another touch, you will find it difficult to even hug your brother. Praise the Lord. I mean a sincere hug. Not, not an outward hug. You, you, you smile with me and tell me God bless you. And yet inside of you, 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 you you're wishing, I, I wish a car could knock him I would have peace in this church. Praise the Lord. That is not perfect love. God wants perfect love. And you will not be able to have perfect love if you don't have God in Him, in you, because God is love. Praise the Lord. Look for him today. And I want to tell you, these are my last words. If you have him, if you get him, if you find him, salvation becomes easy.
if you find him, you will not struggle to love a brother. If you find him, you will not give your pastor a headache. If you find him, this church will be full on Sunday, on Wednesday. If you find him, this church will still have a tent on Friday. Praise the Lord. Something needs to be done. We've got to take a step. We've got to decide. We've got to make up our own minds and serve God with sincerity. Praise the Lord. And if you have that honest heart, and you want God to come inside of you, He will come in. And He's coming. Open your heart. Open your heart right now. Allow Him to come in. I want each one of us to lift up your voice and speak to Him now. Tell Him yourself. Tell him what you are. Tell him what you are. He's willing to feel you now. He's willing to feel you now. He wants to feel you now. Open up your heart. Open up your heart. And he may come in. Father, we thank you. We believe that you are here. And you're searching our hearts. Pray that, Father, may you get rid of all the unbelief. Help us, O God. We are not able to love you. Teach us how to love you, O God. We don't know how to accept your word. Teach us how to accept your word. We don't know how you can get into our lives. Show us the way today. Our hearts are open, Lord. And we are crying before you. And we are pleading with you. Oh, Lamb of Calvary. Come by here now. We are pleading with you. Come by here, my Lord. Come by here. Come by here, my Lord, come by. Hallelujah, come by here, my Lord. Come by. Why don't you stand on your feet? Oh, Lord Jesus, come by. Amen. We need the Holy Ghost. Come by. Hallelujah. We need the Holy Ghost. Come by. Hallelujah. Thank you for your tender mercies that are new to us every morning. Thank you for creating a conviction in our hearts. And Father, we fully accept 
that father we are lost without you oh lord we are not worthy without you we need a feeling oh god we need a revival in this place father come down now come and meet our desperate hearts come and accept us the way we are oh god we have repented out all the unbelief and father we need a feeling now we need you in our lives we need your spirit that you will lead us into truth that you will guide us in everything that we do oh father we are pleading with you oh god we know that you are here oh my master we are crying unto thee oh god you promise to send us a comforter oh lord our hearts are not satisfied father come and satisfy us this morning this evening come and satisfy us tonight come and fill us tonight father look at the audience they are desperate look at that desperate heart of god look at them one by one search their hearts oh my master fill them one by one you are feeling them now father you are feeling them now you are feeling them now you are touching them now touch them father may you touch them oh god change them oh god revive them oh my master make them a new creatures that father they may live for you and you alone that we may no longer be tossed to and fro by all the winds of doctrines of this world but father that we may be fully established in christ jesus oh father we thank you we bless your name we magnify your name oh thank you jesus our hearts are settled we know that you've come and you are here you are in our hearts and father we are so grateful we are so delighted because you've done it we bless your name blessed be the name of the lord hallelujah amen praise king jesus May the Lord bless you so much. And I pray that Lord, the Lord will satisfy your, uh, quench your thirst. That he will quench your thirst. And that you will never be the same again. Pastor, I invite you over. May the Lord bless you so much. I need your time. Oh.
strength, Lord. Hallelujah, Lord. And you have called us, Lord. And we are here, Lord. To say we are willing. The very reason why we are here is because we are willing to be led. Lead us, Lord. Lead the individual people. Everyone, Lord. Take them by the hand and lead them to Calvary. Take them and lead them to the cross until they feel until we are changed. We bless the minister that has ministered. Let your grace be upon you. And whenever you will stand, it will be a blessing to your people. Bless every brother, every sister. Let's come together here. Even those streaming with us. Take us by your hand. And even this weekend, Lord, as we are going to enter into a weekend of meeting, as people all around the world remember your resurrection. Father, may they may these meetings be a wonderful time whereby we will not remember only your resurrection 2,000 years ago, but we will see you resurrecting in the heart of people. May all of us be changed. May it be a new season for us. Whoever that has not received the Holy Spirit yet, may they receive the Holy Spirit. And may we be one glorious church. Without a wrinkle, washing the blood, waiting on your coming. Father. Grant the Lord. Father, we bless your name. Lord, even the meetings that shall be, even in Zana, in Kaimosi, Kenya, I pray it will be a wonderful time of refreshment. Let your people. Father, even now as we are going to close the service, we pray that you bless everyone. Even as we are going to collect our offerings, bless every giver. And that you will let your spirit continue with them, Father. Be with us as we shall even go. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. You may have your seats for just a moment. Praise the Lord. Amen. I'm happy to see Sister Sarah. Amen. Hallelujah. Praise the name of the Lord. Amen. appreciate the word tonight. Amen. Let us give the, Lord the clap of praise to the Lord. Brother Edson, we do appreciate you. Brother Edson is a associate pastor to Pastor Charles Omwata. And he said he loved us, and I think you have also loved him. Amen. 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 
another touch. Indeed, minister, on this also the, the other Friday, and then now today, it's a, I think it's a wonderful subject. And, uh, perfectly in line with what the series we've been going through. We've been talking about the Holy Spirit for, I don't know how long now, maybe three years, months. It's been a wonderful experience. Amen. It's been a wonderful experience. Amen. Well, our time is fast spent and I, would, I don't want to keep you we offerings as we go. But before we do that, I, I think let's first take the offerings, then we'll go offline. As, uh, and then we will talk about the, the weekend and the arrangement. Let us sing that. bringing in the sheaves. Okay, there's another one. It says gathering sheaves, gathering sheaves. 186, we don't have a brother here to do the projecting. But someone wants to use the Brother, you know the song? Gathering, gathering sheaves. Gathering sheaves, beautiful sheaves, gathering sheaves, the beautiful sheaves. Oh, praise the Lord, we're on our way to that land of endless day. Gathering sheaves, the beautiful sheaves. Oh, See many of you don't know the song. Well, I've been happy since the Lord brought me up. Oh, I've been happy since the Lord brought me. Oh, yes, if it had not been for Jesus, oh, where I be? I'm so glad. have a wonderful a wonderful Easter this year. And now that we have been talking about um, 
you know, I believe that God has been preparing our heart. Uh, you know, also for what the Lord will do for us this weekend. Being that it's going to be the resurrection weekend. Uh, like I prayed, I believe that the, let, let us not just remember the resurrection of Jesus. But let us watch for his resurrection in us. How many look forward to a wonderful time? Amen. I have an invitation uh, from Speckled Bird Tabernacle in Zana to, to us. I know they are also inviting many others around the country. And they have a visiting minister. I have heard of that minister. He's a good minister. I think he's from Jamaica. Yeah, he's from Jamaica. Uh, so I, I believe that the Lord will move in a mighty way. I think I posted something, I posted something on that, about that on the, on the WhatsApp group. I'm sure you have already seen it. Amen. So we have decided to go as a church. So those of you who have your own cars or transportation means, you already have the debt. And uh, you, you don't need to come here to go collectively. You can just drive. They're going to be. They are going to you know, to be resident meetings. So, think the first service will be in the afternoon at 2 p.m. On Friday. This Friday. So, I want to announce we are closing our Friday service, our Friday night service, and also our Sunday service. Uh, this is how believers behave since the days of Brother Branham. When there is a, a meeting in a, in, a, in a locality, all the other local churches close, and they go and gather together. So I believe it will be a wonderful time. Um, so the, the first service will be Friday night. Friday afternoon. And then uh, Sunday, two services, um, Saturday, two services. And Sunday, two services. So you don't need to worry about what to eat, what to drink, and where to sleep. Because the host church will prepare, I think they have everything prepared. But uh, I think, of course, those of you who have never gone to conversions, you should go with your personal effects. Uh, prepare to go with uh, something to cover yourself. <laughs> or a mat. Um, okay. and, uh, you know, because you will get a place to sleep, but you will need to take care of yourself. Um, I don't know if there's something I've forgotten about. So, uh, we don't need to remind you to take a toothbrush. <laughs> Blankets, bed sheets, mats, yeah. whatever you can grab. 
uh, so and also changing clothes, of course. Amen. Unless you are going to be coming from home going. Those of you who can commute daily, those who can commute daily, you are also welcome to do that. Now I know there are many, even those who are not around, actually more than what is here, don't have their transportation means. So we want to, to try and organize something as a, as a church. Uh, a car. So to make sure that everybody is able to go. You like that? Yes. And so, unfortunately, or fortunately, I don't know myself, I'll not be around. I had already been invited in Western Kenya for other meetings. And I will be one of the speakers there. So, uh, Pastor Butita is one of the old, old uh, ministers in the message. We were, we were there when we were dedicating uh, his tabernacle. New tabernacle, new building now. That is, I think, about a little over a thousand. So we shall be in those meetings. Brother Joel. And also Sister Rose, my mother, pleaded with me. She said, this time I have to go. But uh, Brother Martin will stay and will be the one coordinating those who will, who will be going to Zana. So uh, we need to know the movements. We need to know who needs to uh, to go in the car that we shall organize. I don't know how we are going to do this. But uh, Brother Martin, why don't you take it? Uh, maybe we'll just pass a paper and people will write their names. 